Welcome to Super Sunday, the last day of an incredible season for Newcastle United. Welcome to our unique NUFC podcast. Welcome to the Champions League. Welcome to Black and White with Arab News. Sum that up, back in the Champions League. Can it? It's madness. I can't believe about the Champions League. Uh, yeah, I was a bit nervous towards the end, but I think we've been brilliant all season. We've thoroughly deserved it. It's amazing to do it at home in front of the fans. As the two march into London, safe in the knowledge of Champions League football, we welcome back an NUFC legend to sum up the achievements and what we can look forward to possibly and what's next for the club. Robbie Elliott is with us. But first, as always, it's a very warm welcome to my co-host and, of course, Arab News sports editor Ali Khaled. Uh, Ali, the tune did it with a game to spare with a nil-nil home draw against the Foxes. The result was secondary because it's just been one heck of a season. Hey, Pete. First of all, congratulations to you and to all Newcastle fans, you know. Uh, finally over the line, as we expected. Um, you know, I think as it's you been, expected. Uh, yeah, I've expected. I know you've been a little bit cautious about uh, <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon, but I think overall, you know, you look back on the season, they've, they've been in the top four for the majority of the season, I think, you know, even before the World Cup, uh, uh, the performances were excellent. There was a slight dip around the cup final, but but I think all in all, I wouldn't say a very comfortable qualifications, but a relatively comfortable qualification. I think, uh, as you say, uh, against um, against Leicester, not the most comfortable of games. I think the least said about my prediction from last week, uh, <laughs> the better. I think I said 4-0 to Newcastle. Uh, but in the end, it didn't matter. You know, they they got over the line. You could see the reaction of the players at the end. And the man and Eddie, how you know it's like uh, it's just exactly what it meant to them. And again, you know, just to repeat, around the cup final, everyone was saying uh, around the Carabao Cup final, everyone was saying, look, we'd rather win a trophy and worry about everything else later, which is absolutely the right thing uh, to um, to say and you know to want really, you know, just get that first piece of silverware. But we, but I also said that having lost it, it, it um, or even had they won it, you know, the Eddie Howe would privately be really focusing on the Champions League and that by the time the end of the season comes around, you know, the, the cup final might be slightly a bit of a distant memory and um, and that's what's happened. I think uh, overall, fantastic season. Fantastic season. Listen, somewhere else, before we get to Robbie Elliott, somewhere else where it's been a fantastic season uh, is in our homeland in, in the Saudi Pro League. Uh, amazing scenes over there the weekend. But yeah, I mean, yeah, um, had our champions. Uh, yeah. They beat uh, Alfeja 3-0 to wrap up the title, which means uh, Cristiano Ronaldo does not get uh, <laughs> a championship in his first season. Obviously, when he when he joined Al Nasser, uh, they were top of the table. Uh, they drew with um, Etifak 1-1. I think Etihad only needed a win anyway, but you know, just just rubber stamped it with man, ma- one match to go. Um, so, congratulations to Al Etihad. It's been a great season here, you know. Uh, and uh, obviously, they managed by. Um, Someone who's very familiar to Premier League fans, uh, Nuno Espirito Santo, who was manager of Wolves and Tottenham. So last year he got close with the team. They fell fell apart really near the end of the season and lost the title to Al, Al uh, Hilal. But they've come back strongly this year, and congratulations to them. Absolutely, and what a what a an absolutely fantastic season all around. Uh, better luck to Cristiano in in whatever yeah. may happen. Uh, but looking forward to following the Pro League again next next season. Lots of big names there. Some great players as well. OK, time to meet today's guest. Uh, it's a very warm welcome to Robbie Elliott. Uh, what a season it's been. Robbie, when you look back and see that this time last year, the club had just secured Premier League football. Uh, it's quite remarkable looking at the table now. 
It really is, and it's something that I don't think anybody expected when the season kicked off in in August last year. So yeah, it, a huge testament to, to Eddie and the players for for what's happened this year. I mean, when you look at it, though, as it was, it was literally a couple of games to, to go last season, securing that Premier League status. I mean, and, and a similar group of players as well. So what? As a former player, knowing what you know what it means to the fans, how do you think those players must feel? I mean, they're going into a game today, which is they can possibly enjoy off the back of the performance. But going from relegation to to, to Champions League football, um, it's quite a fairy tale, isn't it? It really is, and I think the the word momentum obviously has to be has to be used within the the dressing room. It's um, you know what it's like in Newcastle once things start going well and you start building that momentum it's it is a runaway train but I did see the um an article that Dan did big Dan Byrne yep. saying how it's tinged with sadness which is a really interesting way to look at it but his reason being that this season's been so special from start to finish and as good as it's been it's going to be a different set of people it's going to be different feelings next year different expectations and it's, it was a very interesting way he put it of a tinge of sadness at the end of the season when the season has been so exceptional. Um, it's interesting you say that because it brings us nicely into the, 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 the next point. With everything Champions League football brings in, and inevitably it's going to bring change, what do Newcastle United have to do on the pitch and off the pitch um, in the immediate approach work to, to being... To, to cement in a place for being a top four club now? Oh, if I knew, I'd be on <laughs> the club. But yeah, it's, I think the the saying is, and I've taken it from Darren Neal's, is champagne problems. That's mm. It's issues. And again, you look at where we were this time last year to, to think we're looking at the, the Champions League and how do we sustain ourselves as a Champions League club? It's incredible. But I think you, you alluded it there. It's, it's both on and off the pitch that the club has to grow. Um in, in all departments, basically. So everyone's striving to be the Manchester City, I think. I think they're the benchmark. And mm. I think Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea will probably give it a, another push next year. So it's going to be incredibly hard to maintain the Champions League um, positions. But again, with some smart investment like the club have done and some some good people behind the scenes, I think it's it's something that they have to be looking at. The players are obviously aware of the fact that there will be changes in, in order to move to a next level, so to speak. But is there the thought process as well that Eddie could even, he, he's a character that likes the togetherness before a, a marquee signing. So do you think there'll be, there'll be a mix of both? I think so. And again, I think he, he he does his due diligence on the on the signings. It's good people as well as good players. Um, I do think there might be one one standout signing. I think that might be the way the club do it. Um, we keep hearing different different stories from inside the club, but but again, they're in that middle ground of do they go out and spend the two hundred thousand pound a week player thinking that we're going to get in the Champions League next year and if we don't then it's a it's a gamble so it's there's a lot of moving parts and it, and again it's not just we're not in a position where we just need one player 
Champions League standard. We we need to to build a squad. So I'm sure Dan and Eddie have got a plan of of where they're going to invest and and which are the priorities. Yeah, interesting that Eddie said um, he he's so guarded and brilliant in in the press conference. They're actually enjoyable as well watching him, and uh, he has this this great rapport where he knows that he's not giving the press what they want, but they have that respect for him. And, and his press conferences are brilliant. But he, he even he alluded that if it was a marquee signing, then who am I to who am I to complain? So it's obviously the discussion has been waiting for what we said a couple of weeks ago, Rob, that uh, they will wait and see in, into which competition yeah. they'll be playing before that. So that the discussions have obviously taken place, I would imagine. Yeah. And again, I think over the last few months there's been multiple lists being employed within the club of who they want and depending on where they finish. Um and again, it's going to be fascinating which players actually they, they can get into the club and and how much you're going to spend, which will then dictate who else they get on the the second, third, fourth signing. So it's going to be a very interesting summer, in, especially in the northeast. But I think in the in the league itself, there's a lot of movement going to be happening. A lot of clubs need to strengthen, don't they? Not just not just Newcastle United. Yeah, yeah, and again, it, it with no big tournament, it's. You want to get your work done and, and the big moves done quickly. So again, it's it's going to be very interesting who moves first and if any of the the, the big players do go from some of the the competition. Interesting. Listen, we do we do have a game uh, we're talking about next season, but there's a there's a game to be had today at, in London. Um, it's going to be an emotional day for all the players for Chelsea and Newcastle, but. Newcastle can go and enjoy that today, the players can't they, on what's traditionally a nervy last day for for, for Newcastle. Uh, I mean, this this is it doesn't get any better going down there in this position, the position they're in. It's I'm sure the fans will have a fantastic day out and the the players have earned it. They they should be having a a, a nice end of the season for this game. You can see that the, the you know the confidence will be will be in the club and it'll be nice to go to one of the supposed big six Robbie as a as a as qualified for the Champions League and then they've had a difficult season themselves so there will be a feeling from the fans certainly that there could be a change in the guard I'm sure they'll let the Stamford Bridge crowd know um, as they always do Um, just going back if we could to 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 next season after today's game which position would you like to see through the door in, in, in preparation earliest for, for, for a new season? Is there a, like a standout position that you think, yeah, you know, I, I like to see um, a, a, a bit of strengthening in that department? Or do you think that it would just be a signing that bolsters uh, both uh, the profile of the club, but but also give them a standing in, in, in Champions League football? Yeah, it, it's a it's a hard one. I'm not sure where the the priority is. I think the rumours are it's a, a winger, left back, centre mid, centre back. So yeah. again, if you if you look at the the back four, it's been incredible this season. So do we do we look at a, a centre mid and a winger? And for me, it's a, a Champions League winger would be the the one. Okay. So that that's where I would be looking first. I think. Also, you, you mentioned the defence, and they have what a fantastic unit they have been. But they've had 
they've had their struggles in the last 14 or 15 games. Uh, Leicester was one of the first clean sheets they've had in a while. And that was sort of the bedrock that they built this run on. So do you think you might have a look at that as well and, and, and say, you know, we, we need a few additions if, if, if there's tiredness in there, if, if he wants to change it up? I mean, I think that there's definitely going to be a couple of defenders coming in. I think the the squad just has to grow as a as a whole anyway with the Champions League. It's it's going to add a few more games, and obviously the the way Eddie's going to play, he plays his best team as much as he can. But there's going to be a there's going to be more strain within the players on the on the bigger schedule. And he mentioned two squads, didn't he? Has he's been, over the last sort of seven days, he said that if they're going to be playing in, in these competitions, that it's it's possibly um, a, a two squad look at, look at the team now. So, and and again, something that we touched on a couple of weeks ago when you were on was that we were saying that these it's not substitutes anymore with the, with the five subs. It's like having two different teams from an hour. You know, sixty minutes we we saw him bring Isak on or. Or, or Wilson, so I think that rotation is going to be key in whatever happens. Yeah, and again, obviously the the two teams. I think there's only Man City have ever got close to that, where they could literally put two teams out. Um, but again, that's when Newcastle should be looking. Now we should be looking at the Manchester Cities, and and they're the teams we should allude to be, as opposed to the lower half teams when we look just looking to stay in the league. So it's it's a nice thing to be looking at. Um, but that's going to take a few years, I think. It is. We're looking down the line, but let's look at today. Um, fantastic to have Robbie Elliott on with us, of course, uh, a Newcastle United legend. Score for today at Chelsea. So I, I can see it being one of these funny last game of the seasons, and I think there's going to be a few changes in the Newcastle side. I can see Newcastle 3-2 win. So lots of goals. Uh, and again, with another result, depending on it, the, the shackles are off. Uh, hopefully uh, an enjoyable day for everyone and a special it'll be a special day Frank Lampard leaves Chelsea again so it's going to be an emotional day at Stamford Bridge let's hope Newcastle can capitalise it as always brilliant to see Robbie Elliott and no doubt we'll be speaking to him ahead of the new season Ali uh, Robbie there with some uh, some some very salient points I think we're already looking ahead to next season I know we've still got a game to concentrate on today but in essence it, it, you know, some of the points that, that, that Robbie came back with about what Newcastle start to think about now is, is, is big club syndrome, isn't it? Which they've got to start thinking about. But I wanted to come first to you with all sorts of rumours will start and players will be coming and players will be leaving. Is the squad strong enough? But at Eddie's press conference at the weekend, he was asked, and it was a very left field question from for, for me. He was asked if he wanted to stay. Uh, which was answered in typical Eddie fashion, but a strange question from the media. Uh, yeah, very strange because I really can't see what other job at this point in time could possibly tempt him away. Um, you know, he's everything is set in place for success at Newcastle. Uh, he's done a fantastic job in the last 18 months or 20 months since he's taken over. And I think, um, you, know, the, you know, you're always going to hear rumours about being an England manager or next England manager, whatever, there's a young, good, uh, successful, young England coach, you know, uh, English coach. Uh, but at the moment, it's, it's, I find that a very strange question. I don't think he will be entertaining any thoughts of leaving. You know, Champions League football is finally secured. There will be a lot of, uh, I think, uh, or several, shall we say, uh, big signings, I think, this summer. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about 
you know, you've, you've come to the uh, to the Champions League table now. You're going to be signing players that can compete at the Champions League. You're going to be signing players who want to play in the Champions League. You know, who probably wouldn't have joined if you haven't been in Champions League. But I think you know, you, you keep, we keep forgetting that the the sort of the main prize will be the Premier League. You know, you, you want to sign players who are going to like graft for that full season. It's not just about the, uh, the Champions League. I think the Champions League is a massive statement. Fantastic that they're in it ahead of schedule. Uh, and obviously, it makes you know the caliber of players coming to St James's Park, you know, of a higher of a higher level. But you know, I think you know those players who are coming because of the Champions League really will be tasked with you know going for the Premier League now. I mean, Newcastle going forward will be considered one of the title challengers. It leads me perfectly seamlessly, as our partnership does, into my next question for you. Does Ali, does the, in essence the real work start here then to cement staying in this moment uh, to coin a Jurgen Klopp phrase, which I love uh, for the future? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think uh, I would imagine they'd, they'd already drawn up lists of players that they were going to sign or they were going to approach at least. Uh, had they qualified for the Champions League and had they not qualified for the Champions League. So I think the moment uh, that game against Leicester uh, finished, uh, I have no doubt that at management level, they would already be looking forward to next season. Uh, thinking about the players that might come in, uh, they will have their own target. Eddie would have drawn up a list, uh, I'm sure. And uh, it, the way they've done business so far, I would imagine more of the same. You know, maybe not, uh, um, maybe, sorry, they will have players of a, Slightly higher, like Champions League caliber coming in, but I but I would expect uh, the style uh, and the fashion of doing uh, business will be the same, which is get things done quickly um, without too much speculation. Uh, give Eddie as much time as possible to work with these players uh, in preseason. Absolutely. Listen, like I said to, we both said to Robbie. We do have a game to play today before we are already talking about next season. There is a game. Uh, it's going to be an emotional day at Stamford Bridge as Frank Lampard leaves Chelsea for an unprecedented third time. No Joe Linton for the two neither. No long staff. Mm. So pressure's off. Nothing yeah. to play for for either side. Do you see an open game? Um, yeah. I mean, I would say... Um... Especially for uh, for uh, sorry, especially for Newcastle, I think the pressure is off because obviously they've been playing with a lot of pressure throughout the season. You know, in, in the league, an incredible run of uh, results, really. You know, and uh, and I think you know this is the first time in a very long time they, they like a league match doesn't mean anything uh, for Newcastle. I think they they'd want to win, of course, because there's still a chance of finishing third uh, above Manchester United. But really, you know, they they can. They can enjoy the occasion and, and for them at least, uh, have a bit of fun uh, as the season wraps up. I think for Chelsea, nothing to play for. It's been like that for a while now. Uh, they'd want to go off on a, you know, obviously give their fans something to cheer about after a really, really disappointing season. And obviously Frank leaving again. Um, so I think for different reasons, you know, it, as you say, it might be an open game. A couple of goals here and there, you know, uh, I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to a slightly more open game than it would have been if something was on the line. You and Robbie both, he, he predicted goals uh, just before there, didn't he? I mean, he, he he's going for a five-goal thriller. Um, the, the pressure's off. I, th I think somewhat, though, the pressure's not really off Chelsea, as you, as you just alluded to there. I think there's, there'll be a little pressure because players nowadays, they're... 
they're not encouraged to do so, but there's always a a walking round thanking of the fans. That could be that could be pretty awkward at Chelsea if they're forced to go and thank the fans at Stamford Bridge today. Yes, yeah, a really good point. I think if they do lose today, then it, it will not be. Uh, um... It won't be comfortable, uh, lap of honor, shall we say, you know, or, a th- uh, you know, like saying thank you to the fans. Um, Frank, I'm sure the fans will, despite everything, still give him a, a, a good uh, send off. Absolutely. But I think there's a lot of, lot of, uh, uh, you know, discontent with the players um, anyway, even, even if should they win today. But if they lose, yeah, it could be quite an awkward. Uh, I would imagine there'll be a few jeers at the final whistle a few boos and may, possibly some fans maybe even leaving i don't know you know like uh usually fans stick around on the last day of the season um but uh, you know the lot a lot of the chelsea fans that i've spoken to are really really unhappy and i don't think even a good performance or a good uh, result today will change much but uh at least it'll mean that the you know uh, the final game of the season will end on a civil note and soccer ball owner Todd Bowley, he's not going to be there to see it. He has business to attend to, or, you know, am I reading too much into that? Let's leave it, though. Listen, Ali, I've got a challenge for you. I started the season challenging you by getting you to do predictions, but today's challenge is is really difficult. going to ask you to sum up, if you can, in one sentence, Newcastle United season, and then after that, give us your prediction for today, the last game. Um, I think... Um... That's very difficult. In in one sentence, I would say, you know, uh, it's been consistent throughout, you know, like from day one, absolute consistency, uh, resilience, whenever there's been any, uh, any like uh, dips in form or bad results. Uh, and in the end, I think just brilliant football throughout the season. I think everything Eddie Howe touched really turned to gold, you know, with substitutions, with rotation, with tactics. Uh, and in the end, like, Again, I'd say what I said at the start of the uh, the, the pod, um, relatively comfortable Champions League qualification, well ahead of schedule in, in terms of targets. Uh, I'm sure you guys can't wait for next season. Can't wait and perfectly put. Give us a score. Uh, I'm going to go for 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Um, goals galore from both our pundits today. Looking forward to that one. Listen, that's it for another episode of Black White. But don't forget... You know, like every good award ceremony that there should be, Ali will have his uh, shirt and tie on as we, uh, I think we do a review, <laughs> a, black, a black and white with Arab News review on the next podcast, favourite goal, and we'll get a few special friends along to commemorate that as well. But for uh, uh, myself, Jordy Pete Redding and him, Ali Khaled, for another episode of Black and White with Arab News. How are the lads? 